Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as always, uh, before we get into the uh, chit-chat with uh, Randall, John, and I, I wanted to uh, just kind of give some updates and talk about some of the video games I've been playing per usual, and uh, actually some of the games that I've been streaming. I know I kind of waffle all the time on the podcast, a lot of times in the outro in particular, where I'm like, ah, I think we're gonna not going to be doing so much streaming anymore, and ah, I think we're jumping back on the streaming. And I kind of have been waffling back and forth on that and uh, decided that in 2022, and I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast already, that we're going to start trying to ramp up the live streaming a little more again, just to kind of like, you know, when we're checking out games for the first time, or maybe when I'm making like a deeper run into a game, like I know our YouTube videos or on the podcast here, you know, we kind of chit chat and kind of talk about the basic mechanics and whatnot. But sometimes I want to like dig in deeper to a game and try to beat it. And it's like, hey, well, if I'm going to be doing that, I might as well stream it if I'm in the mood. So lately I've been uh, doing some votes actually in the discord and we actually have been adding some stuff for our coffee supporters or Ko-Fi, however you say it, it's K-O-F-I. And we have a monthly support and we added um, we have a two dollar, five dollar and ten dollar tier now. And all of those tiers, basically, if you support us on any uh, monthly level, you can uh, vote. We're going to have voting in our discord for like the games that we might end up streaming or what the theme of the stream is going to be. Like, for example, we actually did a stream. This was actually just a, a general vote in the discord just to kind of test things out. But we did a stream where uh, we've been doing that indie game book club, the PP Potpourri for a long time now. It's actually just uh, hit the 20th week. So we actually hit our hundredth game. And I when I first started the book club, I was like, okay, I got the first 20 weeks, 100 games planned out. I think there might have been a tiny bit of overlap, but I tried my best to pick 100 games from 100 different developers. Uh, yeah, I think there was like maybe one or two developers that I had to squeeze uh, a couple games in from. Um, but yeah, so from there, I was like, I'm kind of looking for some new games to add to the book club. So uh, the book club stream is what ended up uh, winning the voting against like I was thinking about doing like a platformer stream or maybe a retro stream. But the book club is what uh, ended up winning out and we ended up checking out some really cool games like uh, checked out a couple games that uh, Aiden Ruse worked on who actually worked on that Aztec ride Quetzalcoatl game that I talked about on the podcast a long time ago uh, but we checked out this game that uh, RP recommended in the discord called 9111 where like you're driving around you have a fire truck an ambulance and a cop car and you're controlling all three of them at the same time this was uh, an entry from the game makers toolkit game jam from last year and it was just so much fun, just like a really frantic but super stylish uh, game, like arcade high score chasing game, essentially that, it, you know, you really can't necessarily get that good at it. Although I was kind of I was getting uh, getting a little big in my britches there thinking like, hey, I'm getting kind of good at this game, running some high scores up. But it was just so fun to like we checked out another game from Aiden Ruse as well called Incarnation, which is like a completely uh, mouse controlled game where you're like it's essentially a roguelike, but you're losing abilities as you get deeper into the game. You're not gaining new abilities. So you're like loot. You start out as like this super buffed up, like almost angel, if you will. And then you kind of like become more mortal uh, as the game goes on and you lose some of your your buffs and perks that you start the game off with. So just a really cool like it was really fun to kind of explore. I hadn't really done one of those other than like we've done some Ludum Dar streams or like or uh, Game Makers Toolkit streams, I think, where we just like check out game jam stuff. But yeah, we checked out. It was just it was pretty cool to check out some games on the fly and uh, check out some other games that folks were throwing out in the chat and in the discord and whatnot. And then I guess uh, just to kind of keep the streams rolling, uh, I've kept some platform going and again I'm trying like I mentioned before I'm actually trying to beat some games and see them through a little deeper um moving forward this year and whatnot because again I, I tend to like 
just kind of play games and scratch the surface and go, okay, that's cool. Those are some cool mechanics. Let's move on to the next thing. And for whatever reason, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of feeling like I want to actually see some of these games through. So I went back and speaking of game jam games, uh, actually speaking of two game jam games uh, below the ocean, we talked about on the podcast a long time ago, and that was a Ludum Dar entry from uh, Ishmael Rodriguez. um, And he has gone on to release like three subsequent chapters of the game. Uh, The first chapter being essentially the game jam game. I think there's like a few small tweaks and some, you know, some polish and stuff that was added to that. But then on top of that, they went through and added three more chapters with a bunch of new puzzle platforming mechanics. It's like a a really tight, like essentially a one bit platformer or one bit pixel art style with like a really nice splash of blue color in there. So I guess it's technically not one bit a hundred percent, but man, it's just, I think we, John and I both just raved about this game, even in the game jam version. And it's just more of the same. It's a, you know, it only took me about an hour, hour and a half to play through the whole thing. There's definitely some more gems and collectibles to go back for. So I kind of left those there for like a, okay, when I decide to go back to this game, I'll, you know, this will be an incentive to go back and play it a second time and go back to hundred percent it. So it's, I don't know, you know, I love my kind of short and sweet little, uh, platformers and just certain sweet games in general that are just kind of straight to the point and uh to get kind of right at another one i just recently uh just last night actually or two nights ago did a stream of Alekhead. uh and again i think i talked about the demo for this one on the podcast a long time ago if i didn't i definitely should have uh because it's another precision puzzle platformer that's nice and short and sweet i think it took me about an hour and a half as well um i technically haven't beaten it yet i have a little bit there's like another there, there, I don't want to spoil anything because it's like, like the level design itself is almost a spoiler and in, in, especially in this case towards the end of the game but like I feel like I'm making my way towards the end and there's like a little thing that I found out that I'm like okay this is what I need to do now and now I just have to figure out how I need to get uh, to that point again uh, a point that I was at earlier in the game I need to get back to that point at some point to keep it as spoiler free as possible but this game just jam packs so much brilliant level design and mechanics and almost like exploiting mechanics to a way where like you know something that you might not think will work you're like oh but let me try this or like this checkpoint like it resets when when you hit a checkpoint it resets the level or the screen that you're on like the game is like essentially like one giant interconnected map but it's uh it's all scrolls along like one screen at a time so you kind of have to sometimes like move a little bit ahead and see what's on the next screen so you can see because essentially the way the game works is you're this electrified character that essentially anything that you're touching goes from being like this blue and again the color palette the main one is really awesome it's like this blue and yellow uh, or orangish color palette Um, but essentially anything you're touching gets like electrified and then as in a lot of cases, you know, it'll power up like an elevator or it'll power up, you know, some other device or it'll start shooting these like fireball cannons at you. So you have to like figure out how to get through that section without triggering that fireball cannon. And then just the way that they like manipulate your expectations of like, I don't think this is going to work. And then you try that and you're like, oh, my God, that actually works. Or or sometimes you almost accidentally figure out a solution just because you're like, man, what the heck can I even do here? And you can uh, the again, the other main mechanic other than just kind of touching things to electrify them is you can like throw your head off of your body and then it can like separate from you and you have up to 10 seconds then to like reclaim your head before you die and get sent back to the last checkpoint or whatever but if you're able to like your head is actually what's electrifying things so you can throw it to a platform have it land on there and trigger something and then you you know have 10 seconds to make it back over to your head you know maybe weave through a little maze or make it through a little like smaller tunnel that only your body can make it through um but yeah the it's really kind of a a great mix it's i would 
would say it's it definitely leans heavier into the puzzle department, but towards the latter half of the game, it definitely like they're asking you to to do a little precision platforming and also to to really be clever with that precision platforming. So again, like not just the puzzle solving of like seeing what you need to do, but like really kind of experimenting a little of like I wonder if this is going to work or I wonder if if trying this would uh you know, do do something other than what I might expect it to do. Um, but yeah, I just I can't recommend Below the Ocean and Elekhead enough. Both games that started out as game jam entries and have been fleshed out into full fledged, full blown, amazing platformers that I had some of my favorite games I've played in recent memory. Um, and I can't uh, I didn't mention the music in either game, but they both games have just absolutely stellar stellar soundtracks both kind of like minimalistic electune uh, or elekhead electune <laughs> elekhead is uh, a little more chiptune-y on the tunes uh but yeah that's pretty much uh, what i've been up to on the gaming end lately other than doing a I'm, i've also been in the streaming uh realm doing some uh, super mario world i'm trying i did the tried doing this before and i never fully completed it but i'm trying to do a run of all 96 exits but saving the switch palaces for last so like there's, you know, it's not, it doesn't make the game that much harder, but it definitely removes some of the safety nets and there's way less of those green blocks with the capes uh, around. So I made it through uh, pretty much all the way through World 4. I think I maybe still have a, a few secret exits to do. So I'm roughly halfway through the game, although I do remember, if I recall, it's been, it's been a long enough time where like a lot of the stuff is not immediately coming to memory. Like Super Mario World is always a game that I would play just about every year, like pretty much like clockwork almost around the holidays just like oh, okay i need some good nostalgia and that was just a game i'd always fire up and, and rip through without even thinking about it really and now it's like i don't know i'm kind of like second guessing where the secrets are and forgetting where the you know the little tricks and you know just some of my little uh you know the things i would always do basically i'm kind of forgetting some of that stuff so it's been really fun to go through the game fresh and then also add that element in of like okay i'm not going to trigger these switch palaces and make the game just a little more difficult again it's nothing crazy and i actually got the idea from uh snes drunk uh which is a youtube channel that i used to watch i still occasionally pop in but i used to watch it all the time and he had a video where he was talking about um games like old classic games that you could play in different ways i'll try to link it in the episode description here um but yeah uh, he would talk about like a way to re-experience a classic that you're super familiar with and you know get something new out of it maybe so i was like oh that switch palace thing sounds pretty fun and i've played super mario world to death even though i never get sick of it so uh but yeah this has been a fun way to experience it again but i think i've rambled on enough about the uh games in the intro here this is a little longer than usual but again uh randall and john here are gonna be uh and myself a little bit but uh they're gonna be taking it away mostly with some uh basketball talk as we uh reminisce about our uh, old school Detroit Pistons days, maybe some old uh, Chicago Bulls days, and uh, again, talk about one of the biggest blowouts in uh, NBA history. So uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and uh, until next week, we'll catch you then, everybody. Did you just yeah. did you see that the Grizzlies beat the Thunder by fucking 73 points? No, what? 73 point victory. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Aren't what? they in the playoffs? No, not playoffs, no. <laughs> they're in the regular season. They're, they're about what 30%. The fuck? <laughs> Is that a record like all time? It's close, if not the record, yeah. That's like uh, it's an obscene point differential. 
in a, in a NBA like, I feel like, game. I feel like there's probably games that teams have not scored 73 points. Like, teams have scored <laughs> oh, under. Yeah. The official OKC Thunder Twitter account just <laughs> tweeted out, regroup and back at it Monday. Oh, yeah, you think? Wow! <laughs> you think? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the Grizzlies just point, made a mockery of you. At what point? I can, I just can't even imagine. Like, uh, like Kevin, I want, I really want you to guess what the lower score was. The lower of the, with and it was the, a seventy-three with point a margin. Seventy-three point margin. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess like forty-two. <laughs> that would be a good guess. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a reasonable guess. Yeah, it would be. It would be a reasonable <laughs> guess based on normal NBA guess. scores. Like that seems like a that seems like roughly half of what a team would score if they had like a you know <laughs> yeah a pretty this good the, game. I have never seen a score. No, me neither. Not <laughs> ever. Like this is a triple overtime score. <laughs> yes, yes. 79 yes. to 152. <laughs> they almost they scored closer. I was thinking I overguessed. They they scored closer to 200 points <laughs> in a regulation game than 100 points. They were defense is just a concept. The That's like yeah, how do you How do you that that's I, I was assuming it was like a blowout where they scored like tw- when I guessed 42 and you said I was like off. I was assuming you were going to say like 16 or something then after that, like, oh, they scored like no points. I need to see this quarter breakdown. Oh, they did. They didn't play SGA. That's oh, he must be hurt or something then. Oof. That's brutal. Yeah. SGA and uh, Giddy didn't play for uh, OKC. So who did they play? Still, it doesn't matter who but, you but, You got professional basketball John players Morant, out there playing. John Morant did not play for Memphis. Shut up. No, he didn't. Shut up. <laughs> that's that's like sickening, man. How does anyone have a job after that? Oh I Yeah. Thankfully, OKC is in the business of losing this season anyway, but not yeah. like that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta show up with a little bit of pride, man. You would think we're cut. We're talking from you know Detroit sports people here. Yeah, <laughs> these are still you know, NBA with, players. Like, yeah, exactly. These are <laughs> these st- are people that get paid Oklahoma you know, City good scored, money to play over basketball. Twenty five points in a quarter. Well, <laughs> it was a 16, 20, 26, 17 spread. <laughs> it was just against. They just doubled their score every <laughs> quarter. And it's not like Memphis is some like they're good, but they're not some they're commanding yeah. team. And the thing is with basketball, too, I find like almost in every case. And again, I, I obviously don't watch as much as you guys, but it seems like once a team starts kind of running away with it, the game ends up even if the even if that team kind of stays in command of the game, there's usually a little bit of like an ebb and flow of like, the you know, the well, yeah, they sit there better players. Exactly. And then all of a sudden the other team the kind of catches up out. a little and yep. then it's like, oh, OK, let's pull back ahead and like. Yep. But there's usually kind of like a little bit of a tease of like, oh, this might be a game here for a minute. <laughs> like, you know, there's like this that could have never happened during this game. This that might there's, that might be the record. Yeah, it's, it's got to be. That's 
Unless there's just some old school, like in the Wilt Chamberlain days yeah, or something. Yeah, right. Where he was scoring 100 points in a game by himself. By yeah. himself, yes. Let alone the other team members. Yeah. <laughs> the other team had a combined vertical of Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain's yeah, out there playing against mailmen. <laughs> and we're not talking Carl Malone. <laughs> it's like a high schooler on like fourth graders just oh fucking yeah. them up. It's like legit like the globe trotters. Yeah, you know? basically. <laughs> just we hired anybody else to play that heard of basketball before yeah. to play with this guy. They have the they the Thunder now own NBA records for the worst <laughs> home loss and road loss. The worst oh. and this was this year. Both this season? Uh, How did they no, get so no, no, bad? No, 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 no. So both fast. this year. Okay. Um. So 5-1-2021, lost at home by 57. Woof. <laughs> at home, you lost by 57. Yeah. Dude, Man. That's brutal. Imagine paying tickets. <laughs> paying yeah. money. Oh, God. <laughs> and then they lost on the road by 70. You'd be like, oh, baby, these losses are sure going to mean better odds in, in the draft. And don't, the, don't the Thunder have every draft pick yes. for the next 20 years? Yes. Regard- oh, my God. Yes. Did they, did they, they just like, get rid GM. of every... Did they just yes. get rid of, like, every player? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had... So it's like they were, like, contenders last time I paid. They had the most it. unbelievable lineup ever. Assembled yeah. by mankind. Yeah. And then they just like shit the bed with it. Dismantled it. Just yeah. let, let them all go one Gave by one. James Harden away for peanuts for yeah. no particular reason because they didn't want to pay him like five or ten thousand more dollars. Yeah. yeah. To come off gone. the bench for them. Dude. Dude. Yeah. That's how good they were. What what is that about Kevin Durant there? Well, no, uh, like, like he Kevin can't Durant win with those left. cats. Like Russ at yeah. his peak, athletic peak, like when he was just bully yeah. ball. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Woof. That was a shame. That team should have won one. Easily. <laughs> really should have won. Easily. <laughs> they, had, they had like Abaka in his yeah. prime, too. Oh yeah. Fuck. God. I forgot about that, too. Yeah. Oof. They, had yeah they had a squad. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah. And it was all, na- it was all draft picks. Like right, yeah, yeah they built yeah, that. It team. was yeah, it was the most naturally assembled team of just some of the greatest players of all time in yeah. basketball. They did. Like, they yeah, did the they... Golden State before Golden State. They just couldn't grab the ring. No, like nobody yeah. was healthy at the same time or yeah. at their primes at the same time. Because like, yeah, Harden was a bench player. Oh, yeah, that is unbelievable. Yeah. It's nuts. I... I still think I, I'll stand behind that Westbrook is the we, the reason that they never won. Like I, he's great, but I still think he just he didn't fit in that team very it's, well. I I, I would have argued with, with I would have argued <laughs> yeah. that point maybe five years ago, but it has become more and more evident that like Russell Westbrook can carry your team to the playoffs, but you will be playing a russell westbrook team and you cannot play anything else no the second that he goes down or is tired out for carrying a team to the playoffs for a season then you're you're done and you don't and if you're paying for russell westbrook you can't build around man i don't know if the lakers are gonna make it no i don't think so no he's on the lakers now yeah and it's 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 he's it's a bad news bears this year davis it's yeah not good. It's, 
And yeah. Anthony Davis is not Big Baby Davis, right? That's Glenn. No. That's he, this, I, this Anthony Davis was just uh, on the best 75 players of all time list. Which we're going to fight because okay. I, oh, I, I, I have argued with my friends over, I, I do not believe that Anthony Davis should be on the top 75. Dwight Howard should be on yeah. the top 75. Totally it give you that. Easily un- give you that. I can't believe seventy five all time. Yeah, yes. and like, but also they did. I don't because know they, either of those guys. I don't even know Anthony Davis really, but I don't know if Dwight should be in there. Uh, Dwight's Dwight's prime was pretty ferocious, yeah. and he's still I, relevant. I, I, yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of I'm like doing the thing where you hold it against him, like, well, but he never won one, right? Um, Which yep. he did. He, he did win one as a role player, but yeah. Mm-hmm. What what team did he win one? With? Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> oh, I two guess years I'm ago just out of the. Yeah, out of the loop. Yeah, bubble. I'm, I'm glad he got it. Yeah, yeah, uh, me too. No, me too. I, I've always liked him a lot. He always seemed like I, I always just felt like, oh, he's like the type of guy who's like he's not actually competitive enough to like care. Like he's a competitive guy, but he just seemed like he's just like, hey, I'm playing pro basketball, man. This is sweet. Like <laughs> happy, yeah. happy to just be that. Like if they don't win the championship, he's not like no. crying and heartbroken where like somebody like LeBron is, you know. They just like have that little bit of it just matters a little more to them. I don't know. Joy is basically like the last of the the like top tier old school centers, basically. Yeah. 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 Like I'm just going to hit hook shots and dunk on you. all yeah. day. Yeah. And play a solid ass defense. Yeah. And then we have Giannis just like doing that and also hitting jumpers <sighs> and like. That oh. dude's a unicorn. He's I'm unbelievable. So, uh, I'm so glad he won last year. Like that he, was... me too. Like even though I like the Suns a lot, I, I but Giannis, really, yeah, I know. I was amazing. so torn because I really wanted yeah. Chris Paul to win. Yeah, like, but well, he might this year. The way the Suns are playing, I know. Although I think that I think I don't know. Maybe I'm just hoping that Clay gets back in like yeah. his old form. Like the Warriors oh my God. look. They're gonna so be a monster. Good. I'm so excited. Yeah, and I'm so depressed over the Sixers. Like, woof. I part of me is like, what if? Like Doc and Embiid had said nothing. I know at, at the playoffs. Yep. Like could Ben just get? This could have been their like, year. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. All they had to do was not. Like I, again, I'm. This is conjecture. I have no fucking clue what's going. Like what's going on behind closed doors. What they're thinking. Yeah. But like, man, that was the breaking point. He's, yeah. He's, I think Ben Simmons pretty much alluded to that. Like yeah. that was oh, the breaking yeah. point. Which is yeah. Like, yeah, it's understandable to be like have performance anxiety in mm-hmm. like the highest level of competition Absolutely. in the sport. Absolutely. Like that's totally understandable. But then like to have your coach, your sec like your best player, Star player. your entire yeah. city. Yeah. Like Philadelphia, man. I him. Uh, Philadelphia, man. Just, <laughs> yeah. What a yeah, bummer exactly. of, a, of a city. Philadelphia. <laughs> Just oh, be nice. Man. Just be nice. How can you just how can you harness that much anger all the time, Philadelphia? <laughs> For real. <laughs> I don't have it in me. Especially towards sports yeah. in particular. Yeah. 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 Just, just I just want everybody to have a fun time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm gonna close this vent. Also, I'm so glad that DeRozan is getting his moment. Oh my god! What? Like I, I was with everybody else. I'm like, did they overpay this guy though? And mm-hmm. like, oh no, I guess they didn't. Yeah, like, this Bulls team is awesome. 
Like I would have They're awesome. I never would have thought like after going to the Spurs for Yeah. A few, I mean it's it was kind of similar no man's with, like, land. with Butler. Like he like yeah. bounced around a bit and yeah. like when he went to the Heat I'm like is is Jimmy Butler really going to like bring this team to the playoffs and I was like oh yeah, out, yes. he absolutely absolutely is. He's yes. good man he's, he's good, like yeah. he's he never awesome. stopped being good he's yeah. very he, good he's also was kind of that like similar in the Westbrook that you're playing on a Jimmy Butler team 100% like when he yeah. when yes. he went to god he, prime Carl Anthony Towns prime Joel Embiid like just just couldn't work with those teams and I like that like, Sixers team could have won a championship. That too. Sixers team could have got uh, really, really could have. God damn it! Did they have Iguodala at that time as well? Or? <laughs> Who did they? They had some other dudes though. They had. Did they have to- Tobias Harris at that time? Yeah, they had yeah, Simmons. I think they did. Did they have Markel Fultz at that point? Yeah, <laughs> which they number one overall. Yeah, because uh, he had. Uh, how is he doing? How- How's that boy? Has he has he learned how to shoot yet? <laughs> eh, kinda. I mean, Orlando is nothing special still. Yeah. Land of high draft picks that flounder around. Man, what a bum. Yep. Unfortunately, <sighs> Dwight Dwight being one of them. Unfortunately. Oh yeah. man. A little bit. A little bit. Not, Shaq not was the only one that escaped properly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me two. I love the Magic. Were like my favorite team back in that era with like Dwight Howard uh who else did they even have on that team um was Ben Gordon on that team that doesn't ring a bell no, maybe he was on the Bulls did Shaq and Dar- Dwight Darren overlap? Williams yeah Darren that Williams yeah it might be right or Derek Williams Ooh, that yeah is it Derek Darren Williams, Williams spent time in the Dar- Nets too I know that I was because I, I'm trying to think, was Darren Williams the guy that was on the Jazz as well? And then, I don't know. They had they had a, they had a their, I really liked their point guard. I've heard maybe he was their shooting guard. And then they had. Whenever I think point guard in Orlando, I think like Penny Hardaway, like way back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah. My my cousin Jeff would always have the new uh, Penny Hardaway shoes. He was dope. He was like diehard, yeah. Penny Hardaway was sweet for a little while. Yeah, he was good. Mo Bamba is sweet too. Mo Bamba and Mo Wagner. I've actually never <laughs> seen Mo Wagner before <laughs> uh, because I've never watched the magic. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, nobody's tuning into the magic, unfortunately. So, and like Suggs just got a major injury too. So he's out for a while. Cool. So it's Cole yeah. Anthony, Franz Wagner, Markel Fultz, Mo Bamba, Mo Wagner, Jonathan Isaac. Yep. Yep. And I can't I can't remember any of the other players that are on Jameer Nelson. Oh, that's definitely a magic player from yeah. Yeah, that period. He was from that era. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to they had that other like a uh, European guy. Uh, he was like, I think he was a shooting guard, I would guess. Maybe a power forward. Um, I don't remember Gosh, his name. Who would have been there at that point? He was pretty decent. And then they, I think they had that white uh, kid from Duke as well, who had a decent three. Was JJ on that team? Ooh, Gilbert that Arenas, Trevor Ariza. Well, yeah, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm mixing him up. Ariza, yeah, 
Yeah. Arenas is who I was thinking Gilbert of. Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. He was dope in his day, too. Wow. Yeah. Keith Bogans. Wow. I haven't heard. I have not thought of that name. In Keith Bogans. A decade. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't even know if I know who that is. Uh, I feel like I've heard the something. name, but yeah, I, that's it. <laughs> Patrick Ewing. On the Magic? Apparently. they He played him. for the Magic? 2001 to 2002. Whoa. <laughs> Late oh, Patrick, era. Patrick, oh, oh. Yeah, that's some, that's some he Twilight. He washed at that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Channing Fry. That's like Brett Favre, you know. Yeah. Let oh, me play Drew for the Gooden, Jets. Aaron Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Martian Gortat. Oh, the, the Polish hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Penny Hardaway. Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless. How could you be oh, more heartless? <laughs> Poor Orlando. Orlando can't catch a break. No, th- this is a this is a set. Oh, he, okay. Serge Ibaka played in like sixteen, seventeen. In Orlando, apparently. <laughs> what? I'm just looking. I don't really Sean Kemp in two thousand two to two thousand three. Sean Kemp played uh, for Steve Orlando. Kerr. 90, they got all the guys when they were washed at the end of their See, careers. These are all like one like, yeah, year. I'll take my these kids are... to Disney World. I'll go to. I'll go play in Orlando. Everybody's got like a to year Disney. to play. Yeah, in Orlando. Ty Lu, Ty Lu, Rashard Lewis. I can't believe that Patrick Ewing played in the two thousands. That, I know. Kind of that kind of blows my mind. Yeah, that doesn't. That and doesn't and feel right. Sean Kemp. Yeah, yeah I know. Those are 90s guys, like, period. Yeah, dude. Like, I had their trading cards. If I had their trading card, it feels <laughs> like I shouldn't, they shouldn't have played that Ola late. Depot. Yeah, I forgot about that. 13 to 16. Did he start on the Magic and then went to the Pacers? Maybe. I think that might have been. Yeah. I know Outlaw is Pacers. a good name. Zaza Pachulia. Zaza Pachulia is a great name, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Rodney Purvis. <laughs> That's a great name. Poor guy. JJ Reddick. Good okay, he did play there. There you go. JJ. Kevin knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's too funny. Ish Smith on one of his tours. Uh, Ish, Ish Smith has been everywhere. Yes, he's and he's I think he's a good player, so it's he's understandable. tied for the record of most teams played for. Wow, I mean, he's just he's a great bench dude. There's nothing yep. wrong with him. Is he still in the league right now? Yeah, I think he's so. Playing on the Charlotte Hornets. At oh, that point, you gotta. That's cool. at, at that point, you gotta lobby for a trade, right? Yeah, you just gotta, you gotta keep just going. Like, Let me. Get, I I want the record. Like I'm already <laughs> tied for it. I want I want it to stand for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got to ask for a trade. Yeah. So he's been traded 13 times, but wow. 12 teams. Wow. Okay. He was on the Sixers twice. Yeah. With a stint in New Orleans between that. Man. It gave you some bench offense. Yeah. Do that. I wonder if I wonder if it feels good or bad, or I'm sure it's just different in every scenario, but like to go back to a team that you already played for. Yeah. I, I'm sure in a lot of cases it's like totally new management, new coach, new what you know, where it's right. like doesn't really even but matter. But you know but where like all the restaurants like, are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to get around the arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
now, I, now I'm second guessing and I'm like, oh, let me check that. I know it's this was for the year. Tough. I know me too. Tough. I'm, I was like shocked that some of these were this year still. I was like, I, know. I feel like I played that forever ago. Yep. Dude, yeah, um, like this is. On, I feel like this is the most games we played in a year, which I mean to say, this is the most games you've played in a year, Kevin. Not necessarily. Because <laughs> on the pot, the podcast feels like we cover the same roughly amount of stuff, you know? Yeah, but those yeah. Uh, save it for the casts. Oh, that's true. That's true. Squeeze yeah, that's a few true. Extras in there. Yeah. Sneak a few bonus games. Every episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the last one I squeezed in, that's uh, Super Mambo Quest game, mm-hmm. uh, which I squeezed in the last episode. It's like a 16 bit platformer. Nothing, nothing too fancy about it other than the fact that it just plays awesome. Sure. Holy shit. It is awesome. Like, hey, it is, it is so good. All right. Like one of the best kind of retro inspired platformers I've played in a, in quite some time. Is it uh PC only at the moment? Ah. Uh, that's a good question. I think it's on Switch, actually. I'm not mm. positive, but mm. I'm pretty sure it was out on other platforms. Mambo um, number five. Let's look. That was the first <laughs> thing that came up when I searched that. Super Mambo Quest. Oh, no, it is on Switch. You're right. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, it is like butter, man, because I just played Beard Blade recently, and I was like, oh, yeah, this game's sweet. Like, really was digging it. Kind of had more of, like, the Wario Land vibes or a little more puzzly. Yeah. And then this game is, like... Uh, it's I'll probably end up talking about it on the podcast, so I don't want to yeah, yeah. go too much. Well, I already did, I guess, for that matter, but I, don't, <laughs> I feel like I'll do it. But it's like it's almost like set up like a mini Metroidvania, but like each room of the map is like a level, if if you Ooh. will. And like, wow. And, and not like a level. I mean, they're like you're ripping through them quickly. Like, it's, yeah. it's essentially just like the single screen room type level, you know, but great. Like you essentially like if you can kill all the enemies in the room before the mambo combo meter drains, like you get the mambo combo, like it's, uh, it's just so satisfying to play. Uh, it's just, uh, I'm adding so it to good. my wish list right now. Cause it's on switch. It's, nice. it's amazing. Truly. Am- How much is it? 15? Yeah. Like let's see yeah. here. Uh, it is 1590, which is a very specific price. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not on sale, just the standard price. Regular. Yep. Standard price. Cool. $15 and 90 cents. All right. All right. Yep. Interesting. It's on the wish list. Oh, it looks so sweet though. It is. Yeah. It's it. The controls are just so smooth. And I, I hadn't, I haven't even gotten to the part in the game where like you get the new power ups yet. Like I'm, I've just played as like Mambo without like any of the new abilities. So, yep. And I'm still loving it. So I will probably either nab that on the sale or when it eventually gets physical and then I'll pay too much money for that. (laughs) It's like every game is coming out physical these days. Every game. (laughs) 